0: We've been telling stories since the dawn of humankind. Only since fairly recently have we started to write these stories down. We fill the pages with words that tell the history of our world, the story of our lives. Only by documenting this may we keep our legacies and traditions alive. Calling all bookworms. Today we're going to discover the spellbinding world of books on F Y I. Welcome to For Your Info. English, you got it. Got it. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of FYI, For Your Inglés, the show where we learn about all kinds of different topics, from ice cream to bikinis to wine, who knows what could come up, to come up as surgir, right, to come up as surgir and to bring up as mencionar, I always teach those two together, I say to my students, if it doesn't come up in the meeting, I want you to bring it up. Si no surge, quiero que lo menciones. It's always good to associate words when we're learning them, especially when there's an opposite, such as pick up and drop off. To pick up is coger, and to drop off is dejar a alguien en algún sitio. Same thing, to turn on. Well, if we know encender is turn on, then let's learn the opposite, to turn off. So, learn pairs whenever possible. Pairs, Pares de palabras. De hecho, es un homófono. Un par de peras. A pair of pears. I know. I'm starting with the jokes already. All right. Well, let's look at today's intro. And uh, as I said, we're going to delve into the world of books. Who doesn't like getting lost in a book? Who hasn't gotten lost in a book? If you haven't gotten lost in a book... I feel sorry for you. Me das un poco de pena. Because it really takes you to another world, another place, another land. In the intro, I said we've been telling stories since the dawn of humankind. Now, the dawn, when we talk about dawn in English, we talk about el amanecer, right? The beginning of the day. But it's also since the beginning of time. So, in this way, we're using it in a figurative sense. Since the dawn of los albores, el inicio, principio, comienzos, what a rich word, dawn, y significa alba. So if your name is Alba in English, your name is dawn. And let me be honest, it's my favorite part of day. Whenever possible, I try and wake up and catch the sunrise at dawn. De hecho, ya que estamos, te enseño la expresión to get up at the crack of dawn. Y eso significa a primera hora. But here, I mean it figuratively. We've been telling stories since the dawn of humankind, el comienzo de la humanidad. You can say mankind, but now it's become more common to say humankind. This way, we include everyone. And then I said, only since fairly recently. Now, fairly is bastante. We use this a lot. We use it fairly often. ¿Ves? <laughs> Lo acabo de usar. Only since fairly recently, o sea, recientemente, have we started to write these stories down. And it's true. We've been telling stories through word of mouth, de boca en boca, for centuries, siglos. But we didn't start writing them down till a couple thousand years ago. Now let's look at that word. To write down es apuntar. Be careful because to write something is es escribirlo. To write it down es apuntarlo. It's a little bit different. Another way to say to write down is to jot down. So we write down our stories. We jot down our stories. And now with social media, think about it. Every day we're telling mini stories. What are the, What are they called on Instagram? That's right. Stories. And by the way, here is a little shameless plug. I'm going to tell you, if you're not following me on Instagram, you should be. It's Alberto underscore Alonso. Alberto underscore. Alonso underscore is guion bajo. And you'll learn English with my little stories. So then I said, we fill the pages with words. Llenamos las páginas con palabras that tell the history Of our world. And I did that on purpose because I wanted to look at history versus story. History is the Roman Empire, the Spanish Inquisition, Greek tragedy, right? This is all history. And stories are the things we tell our friends. Now, there's an interesting point when a story becomes history. After it's been told for many, many generations and told to many people, it can become part of history. I sum it up like this. Lo resumo así. History is a collection of stories. Just be careful with the pronunciation because I've heard a lot of students mix them up. Confundirlas. So the history of our world and the story of our lives. Remember, one life, two lives. It's one of those words that when it becomes plural, the F turns to a V and we add an ES. Another example, knife, knives. Wife, wives. So make a list of those irregular plurals and this way you'll learn them all. Then I said, only by documenting this. Now, to document something is documentarlo. You say the same thing. Just be careful with the pronunciation. It's not document, it's document. So, only by documenting this, may we keep our legacies. This word sounds familiar, right? Legado, legacy. Our legacies and traditions alive. And the word alive is evidentemente... Beevil. And it's so true. You know, the reason I know stories about my grandfather and my great grandfather, mi bisabuelo, is because my father told me those stories. So it really is important not just to entertain us that we tell stories, but to keep our traditions and our legacies alive. And if you think about it like that, then you're going to call your mom and dad right now and say, tell me all the stories you know about our ancestors, nuestros antepasados. When you're a kid, it's a bore, un aburrimiento. Oh, I don't want to hear about grandpa's farm again. But when you get older, you realize, dad, tell me the story about grandpa. Tell me about how he went to the United States. And you become very fascinated with those stories because... Those stories define you. They are your roots, tus raíces. So that's how important storytelling is when we take it out of the realm, el mundo de entretenimiento, entertainment. It's a way of keeping our traditions and legacies alive. So then I said, calling all bookworms, Llamando a todos los ratones de biblioteca. Calling all bookworms. Today we're going to discover the spellbinding world of books. Now, I love this word, spellbinding. A spell is un hechizo. That uh, famous song, I put a spell on you, te hechicé. So if something is spellbinding, it literally puts a spell on you. It fascinates you. It captivates your attention. It holds your attention. It's spellbinding. But you guys know me, and I love playing with words, and that's got a double meaning. The word binding is also a part of a book, encuadernación right? To bind something means to stick it together. Anybody who's ever snowboarded, si habéis hecho snow, you guys have bindings. They're called fijaciones, los bindings. So es lo que fija el libro, the binding of the book. Yes, yes, I know, guys, I should have been a comedian. (laughs) Uh Okay. I won't quit my day job. Eso es algo que decimos cuando alguien canta o cuenta un chiste y es muy malo. It's a really bad joke, or as we say, a corny joke. You say, don't quit your day job. No dejas tu trabajo diario, ¿no? Lo que haces en el día a día. (laughs) So the spellbinding world of books. So today we're going to look at the history of books. We're also going to find out some fun facts about books. And of course, I'll give you some recommendations as well. Before we even get into it, if you guys are listening to this, it's because you're learning English. And well, then don't forget, I have four books available. You can pick up those books at the Vaughn Tienda. It's dot com, Or as my students say, Vaughan Tienda. My first book is called English Everywhere, and I teach you English in 40 different situations, from the pharmacy to a club, una discoteca, and it comes with audio, which we're going to talk about too. That's another breakthrough, otro avance en el mundo de los libros, which are becoming more popular than ever. So we're going to touch on that as well. To touch on es vamos a tocar eso o tocar ese tema. Lo mismo lo decís, creo, en español. So my second book is a bestseller. It's awesome. In fact, many of you have told me it's a page turner. We looked at the word page in the intro. Page es página. So if something is a page turner, it's a book that you can't put down. otra forma de decirlo. I've been told. Me han dicho that this book is the milk is a page turner. It's a book that you can't put down. So we decided to make a sequel, and that is this book is the remilk as well. It's also available wherever fine books are sold. ¿Cómo se dice? <laughs> it's a canned line. Una frase enlatada. Wherever fine books are sold. On Amazon, wherever you want, just Google English Everywhere. This book is the milk. This book is The Remilk, or my latest book, which is English on the Go, uh, which is a travel book. I take you to 30 different cities on an English journey, and we discover all kinds of interesting things. And that one comes with audio, too. So, guys, make sure you pick up a copy. That's a good word, too. A copy is un ejemplar. But it didn't start with my books. No, no, this started way back. We have to rewind... There we are. Now, this is back in the day, ancient Mesopotamia. That's right. And the epic poem, Epic of Gilgamesh. I'm sure you've all heard of it. It is the earliest known work of literature. Now does that mean it's the first? No, because some literature was written on cave walls, no, in cuevas. So remember, we're talking now putting it into paper, putting it into a printing press, and all these different breakthroughs. Technically storytelling has been around, as I said before, since the dawn of humankind. But the earliest known work of literature, vamos a pronunciarlo ch, ch- literature, is an epic poem Gilgamesh. I think you all remembered it. For us, it was required reading. That's the reason I chose books, not just because I love books, but summer, when this episode is coming out, is a time for you to read. Everybody likes to read a little in the summer because you have a little more downtime. Downtime is otra forma de decir tiempo libre. Was this printed on paper, this book? Oh, no, no, no. They didn't have paperback books paperback es de papel. We call them paperback books. If you like the Beatles, they have a song called Paperback Writer. See, you can always learn from music if you want to. I know, I know, I won't quit my day job. Don't worry. <laughs> it wasn't a paperback and it wasn't a hardcover. And it definitely wasn't an audiobook. No, they didn't exist at the time. But this tale, otra forma de decir cuento, is tale. We said story, but this tale, T-A-L-E, was written on 12 tablets. I shouldn't say written. I should say engraved on 12 tablets. No, not your iPad, not the Sony tablet. I mean real tablets. So, como vemos, la palabra no ha cambiado. The word hasn't changed. Since the beginning of time, we've been reading books on tablets. It's kind of gone full circle. Ha un trescientos And we're back to the tablets again. That's incredible. It's mind-blowing, astonishing, spellbinding to use that word we used before. That's the question books have been around for ages. We're going to look at the different breakthroughs that they've had throughout the years. Now, speaking of this tablet, we're going to take a look at the predecessor for the tablet. So there was something that came out before the e-reader or before the tablet. And do you know where it came out? In Spain. But we're going to look at that in the bonus part of today's show. As you guys know, every Friday, you've got a fresh new episode of FYI. But for my patron subscribers, that's right, the people who subscribe to me on Patreon and support the work I do, you guys get bonus content, PDFs, access to classes with me, and much, much more. If you want more information, stop by my Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso, and you can find out about all the different options. For as little as 10 cents a month, you can get access to bonus audio, which I give you some more fun facts, and we also do a little English class around each topic. And if you're on our higher levels... You can even do a review with me live every Thursday. Take a look. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. I've got four different options. Take a look. Let me know if you have any questions. We would love to have you join the community. Speaking of, I'd like to send a special shout-out to my super-duper students on Patreon, Desiree, Susie, Isabel, Alex, Boris, and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Pilar, Carmen, Aina, and Diana. Okay, so we talked about the first piece of literature, but what about the first published book, the first published. To publish a book, you say Un editorial, right? That's a publisher or a publishing house. So it's weird. We don't call it an editorial, although that is a word in English. A book is published by a publisher, okay? That's the word. Be careful with the pronunciation as well. It's not publish or publisher. It's, you know, publish. So the first published book was by a man named Gutenberg. And I'm sure you've all heard that name before. It was the first ever pressed book. It was called the Gutenberg Bible. This was in 1453. And he not only printed this revolutionary book, but he invented the printing press on which he printed it. A printing press It was another major breakthrough in the reading world. Not just for books, but for periodicals, magazines, newspapers. The printing press was huge. Now they could mass produce these works and get them distributed all over the world. And we all know now the importance of distribution. You could be the greatest writer in the world But if your books don't leave your island where you live or don't leave your local bookshops, well, no one's going to see them, no matter how good of a writer you may be. So this Gutenberg guy said, not only am I going to publish this Bible, but I'm going to print it and I'm going to mass produce it. And this ushered in, right, to usher in, this is a great word, this ushered in a new era in human history. And now uh, I have some estimations here. Some ballpark figures. Nosotros decimos una estimación en Estados Unidos, a ballpark figure. Are you ready for this? It's a whopping number here. An estimated 755,000 books are published every year. That's estimated. Could be a lot more. That's over 750,000. Más que mil libros. And nowadays, hoy en día, you can publish your own books, of course. Amazon has the tools you need to publish your own books. We live in an era now where you, if you want to be a writer, you can be a writer. Just write and self-produce. Look at this podcast. I wanted to have a podcast, besides my daily radio show. By the way, if you haven't tuned in, I have a daily radio show. It's called The Show With No Name on Vaughn Radio, and I teach English. It's a variety show. So make sure you tune in. So imagine that. 755,000 new books are published a year. Roughly. Roughly as mas o menos. How many books are there in the world right now? Published. The number I have here, remember, these are ballpark figures and they're constantly changing. 134,399,411 books. No, wait, 412. They just published a new one. (laughs) Uh, So be careful with that, with numbers, guys. It's not 134 millions, sino million. Fijaos, he dicho 134 million. 399,411 total published books in the world currently, actualmente. Also, another note with numbers. Remember, in Spanish, you would write this number 134 decimal point 399 decimal point 411. Para nosotros no, son comas. So where you use a period, we use a comma and vice versa. Okay, just be careful. You could make a big mistake in your bank account, and that wouldn't be too good. So those are some astounding figures. Now, the bad news is we are out of time, guys. We've got to go. The first part of the show is done for today. If you want to join us in the second bonus part of the show, and you're not sure if you want to become a Patreon member, Let me know, contact me. I can send you the bonus audio. Give it a listen and see what you think. Because if not, you're going to miss it. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to take a look at the longest novel ever written. We're also going to look at the longest sentence to ever be printed. And there's a word for somebody who likes the smell of books. Yeah, it's a real thing. We're going to take a look at that as well. And there's also another phobia the fear of running out of something to read. Quedarse sin algo para leer. Es una fobia. Fobia con PH en inglés. So we're going to take a look at those as well and the most banned books. That's right, the most banned, prohibidos. This is going to get exciting. All right, well, guys, if you want to join us, turn the page, pasa página, join us in the bonus part exclusively for Patreon members. Thank you to the rest of you for being here and joining us every week on FYI.